Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tesla of WrestleZone.com, joined by Moses and Khan, the soldiers of savagery, two-thirds of the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team Champions. Moses and Khan, how are you guys doing today? Doing pretty good. Doing good. How about you? Good. Thanks for asking. So you guys have a very exciting match this weekend on Ring of Honor Wrestling. You'll be facing former world champion Dalton Castle and former top prospect winner uh, Dak Draper. Now you guys shared the ring with these two as part of your six-man tag title defense at, back at best in the world. But obviously this is quite different. It's a standard tag team match. But I mean, I feel like this is really, I mean, I looked it up. You guys really haven't had a standard tag team match in Ring of Honor in some time now. You've had a couple of triple threat matches. You've had eight-man tag matches and obviously your six-man uh, six matches here. But, you know, as, in terms of your work as a, as a two-man group here, a duo, this is definitely a chance to really kind of uh, I guess for, uh, for for fans, especially to see how you guys have grown, because I remember uh, you guys first really kind of broke onto the scene in, in, a, in a big way, uh, pretty much a year ago when he faced the Briscoes. So this is kind of almost, uh, you know, a, a gauge of like how much things have changed since. And it's obviously a year later, you've you've competed all over the the independent circuit. But Ring of Honor, this match here is definitely a, a chance to really, um, you know, stand out and, and showcase how much you've grown. Is that fair and saying? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, we haven't had a traditional tag match at ROH in quite a few months. So yeah. definitely a chance to prove ourselves and make sure that we get back rankings for the tag team championships. Yeah. And, and I feel like um, uh, even the official preview on ringofhonor.com noted that you guys have had matches on the, on the independent circuit, but I mean, for people, Ring of Honor fans, especially like, again, this is a chance to really see you guys as a two man group because you've been, really, I guess, associated with Shane Taylor Promotions, the, the stable, but I feel like we haven't really got a chance to see who you guys are as a duo, like, and, and, I, and I'm curious to see, like, is there any kind of difference in the two of you as a team versus your kind of group identity? Because that's something we haven't really gotten to see too much of. Um, I mean, I believe so. Uh, that's where we started. So that's kind of like our wheelhouse. Um, tag team wrestling uh, two on two. Uh, I, I feel like people haven't even seen the surface of what we can bring to the tag team division of Ring of Honor. Um, and they're going to find out <laughs> soon and very soon. So I'm excited for this. Um, I know Khan is excited for it. And I'm excited for it many more tag opportunities on top of the six-minute opportunity that we already have presented in front of us. Do you have anything to add? Uh, no, I completely agree with them. And uh, you can definitely see when you see us tag together, the cohesiveness that we have, you can tell that we've been tagging together for a couple of years now. And uh, yeah, they'll be on display against Dag and Dolan. Absolutely. And, I mean, this, again, it's a good chance to really kind of showcase that I mean, while they're not uh, an established team in their own right, it is a former world champion in Dalton Castle. Dak Draper has had, you know, an, an impressive list of accolades, even at a young stage in his career. Uh, and so I feel like this is a very good opportunity to do that. Uh, so you, in this match with Dalton Castle, and otherwise I mentioned that match with the Briscoes, I mean, do you view these matches kind of as those kind of, um, again, I guess, gauges uh, the the, the Best way I can phrase it because, again, it's a former world champion, the Briscoes, uh, and that again, that match was a year ago now, but they were obviously one of the, the greatest tag, well, actually, the greatest tag team in, in Ring of Honor history. So, you know, being able to be in there with, you know, some of the, the top names in Ring of Honor history, that's got to be kind of a, a notch in your belt, right? 
Oh, definitely. And like like you said, with the Briscoes too, like the, we were definitely waiting Chama to the bit to wrestle those two guys. And then once we got in there with them and came through the back, like you guys, you guys held your own, you belong. And like you said, with Don Castle, former world champion, this is another way to gauge that. Can we stand up with him? Can we, even Dak, like you said, Dak Draper was top prospect tournament winner. Like, and he came with us to the dojo. We have so much to prove in this match alone. So it's definitely a good time to gauge this stuff. Absolutely. And I mean, on, on this week alone, uh, it's kind of almost a, I guess with the two tag team matches, it's like a tag team showcase. So we do know the, the OGK will also be in action. Is that a match that you potentially would want to, to have at some point soon? Because I think both, I mean, they're starting to kind of get back into the, the tag chase here a little bit, whereas uh, Matt Taven had been kind of tied up with the shoot of Vincent, but now I think in a way you're almost on, in a, in, in a way, like level playing field because, you know, you're starting to, at least for this match, starting to kind of get, get more back into the, the standard tag team scene as, and the OGK is as well. Is that something you'd be potentially interested in? If Especially with you both chase, chasing the same goal, I imagine it has to be on your mind in, in a way. Most definitely. Um, any competition is welcome. Uh, if they want us, we'll be there. Um, OGK, Briscoes, Bouncers. Just schedule the match. We'll be in the ring. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I mean, again, we're really seeing you guys start to get uh, into the thick of things here. At least, again, starting with this weekend with the the, the match with uh, Dak Draper and Dodd Castle. But we have really kind of know you, you both as, you know, two members of Shane Taylor Promotions. And now you are several months in uh, on this very impressive reign as the world six-man tag team champions with Shane Taylor. Uh, looking back on it now, I mean, it's been, again, several months here. Uh, overall, what are your thoughts on how the reign has been going, how you've been kind of clicking as a group, and maybe your vision for the, the future of it? It's been one hell of a reign, and <laughs> a spotlight on this. Yeah, we're now in the number two rankings. Like, number two place would be in the longest reigning six-man champions in ROH history, period. And we're undefeated, and we're defeating these belts every chance we have. We're outside of ROH, inside of ROH, we're going to make this reign continue as long as possible. And like we're putting these belts on notice, we're making people care about the six man division. Everybody, that noses. Um, I think when we won the belts, we didn't just view that as an accomplishment. It was okay, now how can we make this special? And I think that we have done that thus far. Um, I'm not going to speak for the total history, but I do think we've defended the six-man belts more than the previous champions. Um, I think we have offered more opportunities for them to be defended than previous champions because what we're not going to do is just say, oh, we got this. This is our claim to fame. No, we're going to show you why we're here and why we are the champions. And I think we pride ourselves on that. And until somebody can take it from us, we're going to continue to do that. Yeah, you guys have certainly been fighting champions so far. Uh, your latest high-profile defense that comes to mind what came back at Death Before Dishonor. You were scheduled to face uh, LFI, which originally was supposed uh, Roosh was supposed to be in that match. He went down with an injury, and then once it was time for the match itself, uh, Kenny King took out Shane Taylor, and then Osha Edwards stepped in, and the three of you guys, uh, you know, I talked to Shane Taylor about it recently, but you kind of proved that the – the real success is is the the system and and the kind of your your group identity. It doesn't really not not to say it doesn't matter who you fill in, but it's that like anybody can step in at any given time, and you the the group will 
persevere. So uh, looking back on that match, what was it like to kind of have O'Shea Edwards step up in, in that situation? And uh, I, for at least for me, that I can recall the first time we've really seen uh, that permutation, where it, whereas it wasn't you, um, the two of you guys and Shane Taylor, but whereas this time it was uh, O'Shea Edwards. What, what was that experience like? It was um, it wasn't unexpected for us. It was if you're in this, if you're part of Shane Taylor Promotions, there's a reason. And when your number is called, you're expected to perform. Um, I was happy with the result, um, but it was like the expectation wasn't for things to dip on our end. It was for them to be on the same level or exceed. Exactly. And we walked out of there with the W, which is what we went in there with the mindset of. So no matter which iteration of Shane Taylor promotions you get, the mindset is that we're still going to walk out on top. Yeah, completely agree. And that was the time for O'Shea to step up and stand out, which he did. Yeah, and I, I thought he filled in very, very admirably for you know Shane Taylor. The big, very big shoes to fill, but I thought he did a great job in doing so. But I mean, that was definitely. I mean, we've seen O'Shea have some matches on week by week. I remember he faced Sledge over this year, but I feel like we haven't seen a whole lot of him. Is it fair to say he's like the almost like an, an unknown commodity, uh, especially compared to the rest of you, where like you guys have been on on Ring Ride TV, especially now as the the, the six-man tag champions, plenty of times. Shane Taylor, his background speaks for itself, but, you know, this is kind of, as, as that match especially, was kind of um, almost maybe a coming out moment for, for O'Shea Edwards. Like, and, you know, is that something that you kind of hope to see more of going forward? Or do you, because he hasn't really had as much of an opportunity to kind of to, to stand out compared to the rest of you. I'd say so. And like, I guess I would agree to this in the sense that maybe it's the ROH fans. He doesn't, people don't really know who he is, but we know who he is. And in the independent scene, yeah. of the coast, people know who O'Shea Edwards is. So as long as we continue to get opportunities, we're definitely going to have him in there. Or he can get do a single run. Like, O'Shea's proven that he belongs in Ring of Honor. So hopefully, as it goes on, he can just continue to have these banger matches. And then we need him in six man division or wherever we TV title division, we can just have him right there. Yeah, exactly. I think having him, you know, start to, again, especially with that match in mind, start to really kind of uh, rise up a little bit is very important because uh, for months now, Ring of Honor has been embroiled in this really heated stable warfare. A lot of the time, the focus tends to be on LFI, the foundation, Founds Unlimited. But you guys, for sure, like you're right there in the thick of it as well. I mean, you have this impressive reign as the six-minute attacking champions. But um, I was talking to Shane Taylor about recently, and it's like, he kind of he noted like a lot of focus does go on those other groups and you guys are kind of like somehow flying under the radar what does that dynamic kind of feel like where it's like you're you're the guys that's the kind of time champions you've got this impressive reign but you're still kind of if not you know not cast to the side but like feels like again that focus isn't more necessarily where it should be um i feel like the cream rises to the top um you can only go so long with being overlooked before you realize like, oh man, we've had this. <laughs> it's been here. Um, but it, it shows, right? Like, I don't think too many people took us seriously when it first started. But then once we started defending these belts um, consistently and racking up dub after dub, it's like, oh, they don't lose. <laughs> like, oh, 
they're actually like beating good competition. Like, oh, they're not like backing down. So, I mean, eventually it's going to come to where either you recognize it or we make you recognize it. Which one do you want? Exactly. It's definitely a motivator. And like, if anything, none of these other factions have really called us out by name, other than maybe LFI just being Kenny King. But no one else has really, really wanted to smoke. So we're here. Uh, you want to fight, we can go. I can, I, I can definitely see that mindset. And, you know, because no one has really called you guys out, is it, you know, would it be fair to ask, like, is there anybody uh, of these groups, you know, uh, Valence Limited, the Foundation, LFI, you've already faced LFI, so maybe not them so much, but is there a particularly uh, a, an opposing faction that you kind of have a, a bone to pick with, like, or, or, or if not personally, someone that you kind of want to face, you know, to kind of um, counter, again, that that dynamic where you haven't gotten as much of a chance to show yourselves in this uh, ongoing civil warfare? All of them? Yeah, we faced the foundation twice already. We faced LFI, but we've yet to really touch gloves with uh, Vines Unlimited. Like we've had a tag match against Hollandside and Dickinson, but we've never been in the ring with Brody King before. We've never been in the ring with Tony Deppin. So that'd definitely be a, a fun dynamic. But in addition to that, like we take any and all challengers. Like we faced the Briscoes in a six man match before when they were teaming with EC3. If they want to pick a third, no matter who it is, we can meet them in the ring. The OGK yeah. want to pick a third, we can meet them in the ring. It don't matter. And I'm sure we'll see that start to unfold here in, in the weeks and months ahead. But uh, one part of the important thing with the stable warfare is like an, an ideological difference where you've got Violence Limited, very focused on violence, the foundation very focused on traditional wrestling, LFI, I guess winning at all costs. But uh, I've interviewed Shane Taylor twice now, and he's told talked to me about some of the, the group uh, philosophy that, for you guys, and uh, at least maybe in a more of a, a real world sense, it, it is very much based on really trying to um, showcase, you know, this this representation and, and really trying to change the business for the better. Um, what I just guess I'm just curious to hear what you guys kind of feel feel about the 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 general goals of the group, the general uh, the philosophy that binds group together. Uh, because he's mentioned before that you guys have kind of come together with a shared goal uh, to again change the business for the better. So I was curious to hear what you both uh, feel on that matter. succeed um, and look good while you're doing it <laughs> but also like uh, we succeed together uh, rather than it's not one guy goes does his thing and then later on down the road we have to bring everybody with it no it's like everybody can succeed now everybody eats and I think we've been real successful thus far with that mentality. Definitely. And like you said about representation, like that's so important. And I know him and I have had some experiences when we first started wrestling uh, where you just see how much it means to young people, young kids, when you see people that look like you in the ring succeeding. And it's not like a war. You're not fighting each other. Like you're not fighting your brothers. Now you're succeeding together and you're lifting each other up. And that's extremely important to us. Absolutely. And I, I think that's really starting to, uh, if not come to fruition, but more, it's more kind of, 
you see a lot in wrestling now. It's really and, and other companies. You've got other groups, kind of similarly, the New Day, the Hurt Business, and WWE, and any, any number of other ones. But definitely showcasing that example. And I feel like just in the past couple of years, especially, we've seen a lot of progress in that regard. In, in you know. Any number of people like Kofi Kingston get, getting a, the, the WWE title win, anything, and Big Biggie, obviously the big example right now. But in general, uh, with this growth in mind, what do you think the wrestling company still, or sorry, the wrestling industry still has to do to really kind of uh, improve and progress in that sense? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Definitely continue to highlight diversity. Uh, I know for me specifically, I feel like sometimes it feels like quotas are trying to be met. And like, when, when are we going to get to a point where, cool, if someone like Biggie wins the WWE Championship, we don't have to always recognize, oh, it's a black champion. No, it's just another good, like, great professional wrestler that won. And like, it's great to highlight those things. Like, of course, it's very important to us. But like, when is it just going to be like, oh, this guy won the title? I want to get to that place where it's just a level level playing field. And like, again, race is important, but I don't know. Yeah, it, it really is. I, I think there was a reason why people cried. Not only the day that Kofi won the championship, but when he made it through the gauntlet to get the opportunity to win the championship. Um, it means a lot to see that and to see success. Um, just because in a lot of areas in life, you don't see that representation. Um, but what I do know is there are a lot of African-Americans who truly enjoy wrestling. And I know they truly enjoy seeing people who look like them succeed and succeed at a high level. Um, and it shouldn't just be once every 30 years, 20 years, like, I mean, yeah, now we've had multiple champions over the course of, in the span of five years, but it's 2021. Um, I think that that in itself speaks volumes to how much further we need to progress. Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more and hopefully that, that will happen so that was a very uh, very uh general question here but kind of hone back in you know you guys as i said having this very incredible reign as the six minute tag team champions now you're potentially stepping back in uh or you know maybe shifting a bit to the more the standard tag team wrestling here uh but looking forward to your two maybe your goals um as a as a team and or as part of Strength Promotions, uh, what what are some of your kind of objectives moving forward here? Uh, is it fair to say you're uh, targeting for, for the two of you the, the, the standard tag team championships? And we know that Shane Taylor has been chasing the world championship and, and continues to. So is that something that you guys have uh, on your list, I should say? Uh, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, once we came to ROH as a team and we got brought up to the real roster, main roster, tag team championships is the number one goal. Yes. And most likely, I'd love to face the Briscoes for the tag team championships. Absolutely. Yeah, it feels like uh, that's definitely, well, it's definitely a possibility. It feels like, if not an uh, eventuality, we know the Briscoes have been, uh, they're back on track. They had their fight on the farm and they're kind of slowly but surely uh, getting back to the top there. Now, you guys are kind of following suit uh, again with this weekend on Big Ronda Wrestling here, uh, facing Draper and Castle. But um, 
Uh, so that's definitely something to look forward to. And I mean, I have to ask, I talked to Shane Taylor about it. I'm very curious to see if you two have anything to say about it. Shane Taylor has a bone to pick with Mr. Owl. And as his stable mates, I've, I've got to ask, do you have any thoughts on the matter? It's, it's quite a controversial topic, but uh, Shane Taylor has made it quite clear that he wants to throw some hands for Mr. Al and, and show him what's what. Would you guys back him up on that? Do you agree that uh, Mr. Al has really done done some done something wrong, or what? What are your thoughts on the matter? Shane has a convincing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Al was wrong, man. Like he need to own up to that. Uh, he do need to have his jaw checked for that. Like it just yeah. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. We welcome the fight. You can see that on Twitter. We all were retweeted. <laughs> we can go anytime. Uh, it's just absolutely amazing. The wrestling 2021 never would have thought Mr. Al would be uh, a point of contention, but Hey, Mr. Al himself official, official Twitter account got involved. So it's just, it's a fun time. And yes, yeah, so, uh, definitely something to, um, yeah, food for thought, right? Shane Taylor, as you said, made a very compelling case about some of the, uh, weird parts of that commercial, but, um, no, just figured I, I had to ask because it's it's just, it's a it's it's a great time. But uh, here, as I said, this weekend you guys will be on Ring of Honor Wrestling here facing Draper and Castle. Very much looking forward to that one. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to plug, like socials or anything like that, before we get out of here? Uh, you can get to me at the con on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I am at Prolific Moses on Twitter and um, at. Uh, Prolific.Moses on Instagram. All right. So with that being said, I wish you guys the very, very best here this week on, on Ring of Honor Wrestling and going forward with this reign as the World Six-Man Tag Team Champions. And I thank you very much for your time today. Awesome. Thank Appreciate you. It.